Hey everyone, we are back. Welcome to Outer Banks Health, the official podcast series of the Outer Banks Hospital and Medical Group. Each month we will be featuring guests who will discuss not only health-related topics, but community topics as well. We are your host, Denise Schnabel. And I'm Wendy Kelly. Get ready, because we are in for quite a ride. Today's guest has a zest for life, and you can't help but smile when she gets going about her passions. She's lively, spry, exuberant, wide-eyed, and is the first to step up when there's a need. The list of organizations that this community stakeholder has rolled up her sleeves to assist is impressive, as is her repertoire of analogies that we like to call Tessisms. She is currently the vice chair of the Outer Banks Hospital Board of Directors and is a co-chair of the hospital's Cancer Center Capital Campaign. That's right, folks. Tess Judge is in the house. Tess Judge, welcome. Hi, Tess. We're here. Hey, ladies. Great to be here this afternoon. Lively and spry. Tess, give us a Tessism so people know what we're talking about. You know, you, you asked me about that earlier, and my Tessisms usually come when the circumstance arises. <laughs> it's, you know, when it, it just comes out. You know, when somebody's working real hard, we talk about they're working as hard as a fat rat on a cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> We love your Tessa. We love them. We love love them. Okay, so we are here today to talk about the Cancer Center campaign. But before we begin, tell us how you discovered the Outer Banks and what brought you here full time. Well, I was born and raised in Charlottesville, Virginia. And back in those days, we always went to Virginia Beach. But after getting married, we moved to the middle part of the state in Greensboro, North Carolina. And we're in the hotel business there. And one of our partners had an opportunity on the Outer Banks. And so we came and took a look, fell in love with it, and moved to the Outer Banks. And that was back in 1988-89. And have watched the tremendous growth that's happened here on the Outer Banks. Awesome. Truly. Yeah. Like maybe that the hospital was built. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's the wonderful thing, because as many people know who are probably listening to this podcast, for many, many years, we did not have a hospital on the Outer Banks. So you would, if you had to be in the hospital, you would either have to go to Elizabeth City or you'd mm-hmm. have to go to Virginia Beach or Norfolk. One of the greatest things that I have seen in my years on the Outer Banks is our Outer Banks Hospital and how it's grown over these last 20 years and all of the services that Outer Banks Hospital works every day to provide to our community. It's just pretty phenomenal what's happened over these years. That's great. So I know we're not talking about the history on this series, but so tell us what it was like when the hospital was being built. Was there like an air of excitement? Was Oh, yes. Oh, yes. yes. People were very excited. I I will tell you, as I said earlier, I was in the hospitality business. And in the spring and the fall, because we're here on the Outer Banks with all of the history of the Wright brothers and the Lost (laughs) Colony and so forth, a lot of the school groups, middle school and up into high school, would come and visit the Outer Banks. And Mm -hmm. so this one spring, we had three busloads of students. I believe they were fourth and fifth graders that were here from the western part of the state. And that afternoon when the teachers brought the children back from touring the Wright Brothers, she said, okay, now everybody can go in the pool, but boys and girls do not dive. Do not dive. So here are all of these youngsters around the pool, and here are the teachers, and what happens? This one little fella decides to dive. Long story short, he had to go to the Outer Banks Medical Center, and they had to air back him out. Thankfully, the young man was okay, but... To, to see that happen and to know 
how much we needed a hospital here locally. So yes, when we all saw that the hospital was being built here, it certainly was a wonderful asset for this community. Very cool. That's the same for being a business owner Mm -hmm. then across the board until it came. Yes. You had to deal with that. Absolutely. And I'm retired now, but I will tell you, you know, during my years of business and so forth, we would have patients that would have to come and stay and be treated Mm -hmm. and so forth. And always heard how happy they were that we now had a hospital down here when the need was there. Well, also for your team members who worked for your employees, right? Absolutely. All the services that are provided through the hospital and through our medical offices. Yeah, yeah. So as a community member, you know that cancer touches all of us. In fact, we've seen you at several meetings or presentations where you've asked the audience if there was anyone in the audience that has not been affected by cancer, and you asked them to raise their hands. Has anyone ever raised their hand? You know, I think that was probably one of the most phenomenal nights when we had our gala in 2020. (laughs) Remember? And of course... The purpose of the gala that night, the funds were to go for the Outer Banks Cancer Center. And so there were probably, I would say, 300 plus in attendance that night, ladies. And Cindy Thornsvard, who also co-chairs the cancer committee with me, we got up before the ladies and gentlemen gathered that night. And I said, ladies and gentlemen, who in here tonight, please raise your hand if you, a family member, somebody you work with, a neighbor, someone your child goes to school with, Mm -hmm. raise your hand has not been affected by cancer. And I will tell you all that everybody in the room, no one, no one raised their hand. And there was a feeling of, ah, I mean, it, it was really a moment when people really realized. And, you know, I think in trying to raise funds for the Cancer Center, That is what really, I think, pushes Mm -hmm. us every day, knowing how the need is there. And for many, many years, our folks on the Outer Banks that were struggling with cancer would have to, you know, ride to other facilities for treatment. And, you know, not only is it hard on the the person that is struggling with cancer, but also you have to, you know, the caregiver and the Mm -hmm. family and so forth. Mm -hmm. So it's incredibly important, the work that we're doing. It's really important. Yeah. How has it touched you, Tess? Well, as I sit here today, I share with everyone that I have a daughter-in-law who has been struggling for many, many years. And as a matter of fact, is on a new course of treatment today. She does not live here locally. But having watched her and been with her and watched her, matter of fact, she has been so strong in this, I call her my steel magnolia. But when I see that, And I know the care that she's getting in the area that she lives in and how important it has been to my daughter-in-law, to my son, and to my two grandchildren. Yes, I want that for people that are here. I want to make sure that everyone, and we at this hospital, want to make sure that everyone has the best and the most compassionate care that they can have right here and not have to leave. That's right. And so that's talking about the importance of the cancer center, but one of the key elements is having it so that folks don't have to go back and forth across the bypass, right? Yes, yes, yes. And, and you know, for, for the years that we've been having cancer services are on the Outer Banks, our hospital staff has been amazing and wonderful in the care that they've given people. We hear that all the time, and we're so grateful for that. But think about this, ladies. 
when you are sick and you're struggling with cancer, and again, I think of my daughter-in-law. Okay, so you come in and you have to go to one area of the hospital for your infusion. Mm -hmm. Then you have to go to another area of the hospital for your to visit with your oncologist. And then you have to walk across or drive across the street, if you will, if you're having uh, radiation therapy. That's a lot on someone who's struggling and not feeling well. So this new cancer center is going to be all under one roof, all services for the caregiver, for the person that's struggling with cancer, so that they can have wonderful care under one roof and try to take that stress off of them. That's fantastic. Uh, It's so exciting. So you, as we mentioned, are the co-chair of the Cancer Center campaign. So talk to us so far about what you've done so far, what you've raised, what your goals are, anything like that. Well, you know, the Outer Banks, to me, and I've lived in other areas in, in the state of North Carolina and in the state of Virginia, and I will have to say, it is just wonderful how caring and giving that the people are in this Outer Banks community. We had a goal of $6 million, and to date, we have raised $5.3 million. That's amazing. But but let me share this with you. We are going to continue to work because there's more and more need out there. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that we have all of the programs look good, feel better. We want to have programs for the families and the caregivers and the patient. So we want to continue to work to make sure that no stone is left unturned. We also want people to know as we're moving out with this Cancer Center campaign into our community, that's all about, you know, everyone's gift is so important. It doesn't matter the magnitude of that gift. You know, I believe in different gifts equal sacrifice. And everybody's gift is important to this Cancer Center. And everybody's gift will be taking care of people down the road. It's fantastic. And people, I think, will start to get very excited about this when they see things happening because it's been kind of a quiet part of the campaign. (laughs) But our urgent care and family medicine practice just moved into their brand new building over in the Outer Banks Mall parking lot. The old Applebee's building was renovated, and now we're ready to remove that old building. (laughs) And I think that will start to get the community more involved in what's happening here with the Cancer Center. And the Cancer Center will be connected to the current Radiation Therapy Center. That's right. That's right. And it's going to be phenomenal. 11,000 square feet. There'll be eight infusion bays. And for people who have had to go through chemotherapy, what how this has been designed in our cancer center is these infusion bays can either be private or you can be talking to someone, another patient that's there, but they will also be where people will be able to look out a window at a healing garden and look at birdhouses and beautiful environment as they're taking their treatment. And we think that's very, very important. There's gonna also be two private infusion rooms. There's a large education room that's gonna be in the facility. And you know, that's all part of it too, is education. And you know, having the navigators work with everybody, I think is another Mm -hmm. important asset that we will have. And we'll have a patient resource room. So we are just gonna make sure that our cancer center is comprehensive and that on the Outer Banks, people who are struggling with cancer or have been diagnosed with cancer, that they know that they can come to the Outer Banks Hospital and have comprehensive, compassionate, and wonderful care each and every day that they're here because we are here to help heal. We're here to walk that journey with them. And this cancer center is just gonna be 
dynamite to help people in their journey. It is is so thrilling. So thrilling. I'm so excited about this. And so, all the team members are. Yeah. When you know, a lot of a lot of things happen during the day with cancer patients and if the team members are all together in one building, even just walking down the hallway, they'll be able to stop, maybe compare notes, look at the care plan. Mm-hmm. It's a constant conversation, and then that really helps with the continuum of care for each and every patient. So I know the team members are thrilled. So our patients can always know that they're getting the most comprehensive care that they can buy and and they deserve. Yes. You know, and, and that's what we're about is making sure that everyone gets the best possible care that they can at the Outer Banks Hospital. So they're groundbreaking. Have they set the date for the groundbreaking? believe it's June. Um, I know it's in June. I'm not June. sure they've actually set the date, but we'll be sure to get that word out. But the fact that it's here, I mean, how yeah, long so have we been, how long has the campaign been going on? Well, that that's, you know, that's a beautiful thing about this because we started about 4 years ago looking at a feasibility study, you know, mm-hmm. what can we do? What do we need to do? What are the needs here? And so forth. And then of course COVID came. So that kind of backed Mm -hmm. the process down a little bit. But then we started, I guess, about a year ago, really hitting the ground hard, if you will. And again, I would be remiss if I didn't say how generous the people in this community have been. And a lot of it because they have been either they or their family Mm -hmm. member, someone they know has been affected by cancer. Mm -hmm. One lady, I I would be, I I just love to share this story about this wonderful lady. When Jennifer Schwarzenberg and I visited with her, and when we got ready to leave, we just, you know, said, thank you so much. Thank you for your generosity. And she turned to both of us and said, please don't thank me. Thank you. Thank the Outer Banks Hospital for what you all do each and every day. She says, I want to make sure if I can give back to this community, I want to give back where it can help people the most. So that kind of keeps us going. Yeah, exactly. Don't thank me, she says. Thank you. Well, Wendy and I, great. Not only appreciate you being here and talking to us, but all the work and efforts that you personally have put in to this cancer campaign. I mean, it's just so heartwarming and we greatly appreciate it. Well, it's, it's wonderful, and I just, you know, I just think that, I think our staff at the Outer Banks Hospital is second to none. I hear that all the time, and I had a firsthand experience two weeks ago when a friend of mine happened to fall and ended mm-hmm. up in the ER, and firsthand, the, the care that she received that night mm-hmm. was just, it was just wonderful. It We'd really to was. So, to go from no hospital, ladies, <laughs> no hospital no, 20 years know. ago, and have this phenomenal hospital that we have now, this phenomenal staff that as we all know our medical staff works so hard every day yes they do what they have had to do during COVID I mean I don't think we can say enough about our nurses and our doctors and our technicians and everybody that works out there to keep the hospital clean the food service I mean everyone has just been tremendous and continually raising the bar to still get accredited during for Mm -hmm. cancer Mm -hmm. during covid is amazing it is and and you know i think another thing too our president ronnie sloan i i have so enjoyed working on the board with ronnie because ronnie will tell the board members all the time the board hospital board he also tells the development council if you all hear anything that I need to know, make sure I know, mm-hmm. because if I don't know, I can't do anything about it. That's right. And yeah. he always wants to know to take that next step to make sure that we give the best care possible. That's true. And for the fourth grader that you talked about earlier, if he's still diving into swimming pools, 
We are now here for him. <laughs> for more information on how you can help make this dream come true, please visit theobh.com slash cancer center. If you've enjoyed this podcast, share it on your social channels. To hear more Outer Banks Health, check out the library at theobh.com slash podcast. This is your host, Denise Schnabel. Stay safe. <laughs>